welcome in to fandom at Rick. Oh, I jumped in. Sorry. I know. I'm too I... excited. You, you, you interjected. Episode 101, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the hype train's still going. I love it. I love it. Welcome into episode 101 of the Fandom at Random podcast. I am Ed. And I am Brian. And we welcome you into, like you said, episode 101. We covered episode 100 last week. For those of you that joined us on YouTube, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And for those of you who did not, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Get, come on. Get, get on that. Hit that like button. Click that bell. Yeah, because we could really use the likes, the followers. We are going to be pushing hard for that in the very near future. Yes, sir. But check out random.com All the ways to follow us, like us, listen to us, watch us, and wear us. Wear us. Wear us. With, we got new shirts. On we your got, body. Oh, yeah. We got all sorts of cool shit I going on. I think that on. shit came out good, man. Like, even if you, you're just a passerbyer on our podcast, check out the merch because... It looks awesome, if I do say so myself. Yeah, and we've actually got Andrew from 8-Bit Pod. We talked to him a little bit. He's working on a, a new logo for us. So yeah. we're going to have multiple uh, cool shit going on. Cool, cool shit, shit going on. But speaking of cool shit going on, we have a lot of cool shit to cover in today's podcast. We are doing a random review on the Falcon and Winter Soldier Season 1. Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, there will be spoilers. Yes, there, there will. There will be spoilers. But before that... We didn't do it last week. We gots to do it this yes, week. We Brian, do. let's do some news. Let's hear it. At random. News at random. And we're covering a Marvel property this week, so what better way to kick off the news than with Marvel news? Hey! Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the official teaser trailer, has dropped. Brian, have you seen it? No, I, I've seen bits of it. I haven't actually watched it from beginning to end. I have seen the uh, poster, too, and it looks badass. It looks yeah. super badass. I love the trailer. I mean, it's kind of harkening back to some of those old school, like, yeah. Bruce Lee, like, badass just kung fu films, so I'm excited for this punch. property, man. <laughs> see ya, see ya. So yeah, I'm I'm pumped for that. A lot of good Marvel shit on the horizon. Hopefully, it can be like the difference we've been looking for. You know, um, WandaVision did it a little bit, but hopefully, it can bring a new style to the Marvel universe. And Amelia Clark, Queen Daenerys, Stormborn. I I, I lost track of the unburnt. <laughs> <laughs> Everything yeah, that they end up right. calling her, but uh, speaking of Amelia Clark, she was cast in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, have you I, seen this? I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know too much about the role yet. I, it's a mistake. She just <laughs> she's not a good actress, man. Yeah, I mean, she, I didn't really like her in Terminator. Yeah, in Terminator, she was bad. Um, there was another movie about you or some rom com, and she was terrible in that. She just kind of fit. <clears throat> in um, Daenerys's role because she didn't have a personality and it kind of flowed with the role. But so I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see what she's going to be doing there. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, let's talk some movies that dropped this weekend. And you and I both have a couple opinions here. So let's start with Mortal Kombat. Quick, I know you've seen it. I have not seen it yet only because this past <laughs> weekend was insane, man. Yeah. There was so much fandom content to consume. Right which we're going to talk about here, but... It was a big week. So Mortal Kombat, you've seen it. Quick non-spoiler 
overall review? Because I know you've got a spoiler-filled review coming up on YouTube. I do. Another reason to follow us on YouTube. I am working on it, so uh, hopefully in the next day or two. It will not be kind, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Um, It won't be bad. All right, so non-spoiler review. They had some really kick-ass moments. Um, The beginning, 20 minutes were pretty good. The ending was pretty good, but everything in between really felt like suck and fan service. So, so it, shit sandwich. Yeah, pretty much. It was a cock meat sandwich. Uh, <laughs> so you had the, the delicious pumpernickel <laughs> toasted bread. Yeah. It was a big old turd in the middle. Yeah, exactly. They used a lot of weird... Maybe it's because I haven't kept up, up with Mortal Kombat since uh, the originals, but they had some interesting characters, some interesting fan service moments, but other than that... It was a mess. Yeah, who the hell even is this Sub-Zero guy? Yeah, dude, Sub-Zero and the costumes. uh, You'll find out in the video, but eh, if you guys have seen it, let us know what you think. Yeah, I've got to watch it this week. But one thing I did go to see, I actually saw it earlier today, which is why we're recording this podcast very late, which is why we got to get the energy up. Oh, yeah. It's a late cast tonight. But Demon Slayer Mugen Train... The one of the few movies that launched against Mortal Kombat this weekend. Yep. And dude, it almost beat Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's like in domestic take in yeah. in America. It took in just shy of 20 million. I think Mortal Kombat took it at 21 and a half last Damn. I checked. So, I mean, it is uh, domestically, it is the biggest opening for a foreign language film, which is pretty crazy. Even the My Hero Academia movies? Yeah. Wow. It, it, yeah, it beat it. Oh, and it. I'm going to say it was deserved. I'm not going to talk spoilers here. I also will be doing a very short mini review Is there? at random on our YouTube channel. Another reason to follow. Cool. But yeah, um, I'm excited to talk about that. I thought it was a good film and uh, I'll delve into it more. Hell yeah. Brian, dude, we've done it. Yes, sir. Humanity has succeeded. Let's talk science at random we for a minute. Are one minute from total recall. Space at random. Mm. Dude, we have successfully flown a helicopter on Mars. Get to the chopper now. <laughs> Get to the chopper. I've been waiting all night to say that. <laughs> so, I mean, this is like insane, man. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen any video of this. No. It's like a tiny, tiny little almost drone like chopper, but like the okay. blades are like huge because I guess like the, the way like the. I don't know if it's the air or like the wind resistance. They had to compensate by making like the the blades of the chopper like really really long. Right. But it worked. Huh. We flew a little helicopter on Mars. No that shit's shit. crazy. That is pretty crazy. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the movie um The Martian, but yeah, they explain that how like a human can take the wind resistance because it's really nothing that big. So, right. um Cool. I think it was an undercover mission to pick up the little Martians. That's why it was so tiny. They're just picking up the little guys, bringing them home. <laughs> it well. could be. It could be, man. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, dude, between Tesla and Elon Muscovich and fucking everything going on, we're making big strides in the space space fandom. I mean, I, I'm still saying, man, I think the government, whether it's the U.S. or the world government, whoever... I think they know. I think aliens have already been here for a long time. I think they've made contact. If you look at the leaps ahead in technology. Yeah. And it's just, dude, with the movies, 
the comics, everything this or that, and they're just slowly getting people used to the idea that this could like well yeah that there's other shit out there. I think they're building us up to the reveal. I mean, dude, they announced that we had a super cold on the loose and everyone literally bought all the toilet paper in the world. <laughs> they're not ready for aliens yet. Nobody on this world is re- I mean, I am. I'm totally ready. I'm for ready. Aliens. I'd be like I'd be on be the building, up, man. like in Independence Day. We're here <laughs> for you. <laughs> fucking dead but i'm ready for it yeah yeah so that's cool <clears throat> let's talk some celeste news not the pizza brand. Lo- oh, fuck. not mama celeste say, i love celeste. not mama celeste <laughs> but the studio behind indie darling celeste uh the vancouver vancouver based extremely okay games <laughs> which is ironic because their games kick ass mm-hmm. uh they're ready to unveil it. their next game is called Earthblade, Ooh. and i was a huge fan of celeste Really, really cool game, and they're calling it a um, it's a 2D explore action game in a seamless pixel art world. That oh. makes sense for anyone that's played Celeste before. You know they're pixel art. The music yeah. is gorgeous. Uh, they're bringing back again Lena Rain, who did the original soundtrack for Celeste to do Earthblade soundtrack. I'm excited, man. Yeah, man. One of my favorite indie games come out in the last couple of years. Sounds pretty cool. Speaking of a or kind of flip the script, a non-indie game or the furthest thing from it. Right. Because Microsoft is just throwing money at this shit. Yeah, they are. Uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, I'm excited, man, because this goes, this harkens back to my, like, early days of drinking the Mountain Dew and gaming late into the wee hours. Yep. Jeff Steitzer, the voice of Halo multiplayer, like, you know, killing spree. (laughs) Yeah. I, I... I'm I'm excited. He's back. He's coming back for Halo Infinite. Sweet. So you know the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Well, they need something to save this game for <laughs> sure. Based on those graphics alone, so good, man. <laughs> Slayer, yeah, Team Slayer. That will be cool to have the nostalgia factor while you're playing multiplayer. Hopefully, the I'm rooting for this game because I have uh, recently gotten to Halo the past few years, and I would love to be able to play a new good Halo game. Yeah, and Halo Infinite. <clears throat> I they made the right choice by delaying it. Yeah. Again, it was I think it was it was Shakiri Miyamoto is the exact quote kind of escapes me, but it's a you know, a rushed game or it, a rushed game is bad forever, but a delayed game is eventually great. Right. Something along it's those good lines, one. but it's it good good quote. Yeah, and I honestly I thank Cyberpunk. <laughs> thank Cyberpunk for this that right? cuz that came out and people were like holy shit and thank everybody God revolted for delays. And Xbox <laughs> yeah. was like, "Oh boy. Uh yeah, we got to we can't release this. Call all the GameStops, tell them to give them back." <laughs> uh some more video game news here. Dude, it's been 10 years since Portal 2 first released. Oh, damn. I saw that anniversary, a uh, bunch of people on Twitter this past weekend kind of celebrating it, retweeting back at Valve. Why haven't they announced? Why haven't we gotten Portal 3? I don't know. You know, it's going to turn into a Half-Life 3 thing. Yeah. I know we got Half-Life Alex, which was it I, was cool. I but... think they're waiting for VR to take off. Imagine Portal and VR. Oh, my God. They they really want to. Uh, my theory is Dude, they so want many... to change the landscape of games, and they're waiting for VR to be at the level they need it to be at in order to make Portal 3. Portal 3R. Uh, it didn't work out loud, is it? I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like that. But that's my theory. Yeah. It's actually a pretty legit theory. I mean, Half-Life Alex, it was kind of a proof of concept. Yeah. Yep. They committed to it. And, oh, my God, Absolutely. I would 
I would puke everywhere. Vertigo would go fucking bonkers. Playing Portal in VR. <laughs> I'd probably oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would not be good, but I hope they do something with it. It's such a good property. Yeah. Speaking of really good properties, Ooh. I'm pumped about this. So Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, one of the, in my opinion, greatest RPGs, video, video games ever made, made by Bioware all the way back in 2003. It's getting a, it's being ported by Studio Asper Media, hmm. and it's a, it's pretty much a remake. Oh. Yeah, so it's getting the remake treatment. I fucks with this. So it's, I, I'm excited, man. I, I am I've, super excited. I've wanted to play it forever, and it just seems like <clears throat> I never have the right platform or the time or whatever. Whatever the reason, I haven't been able to play it yet. So if they come out with a remake of this game, dude, I'm the prime customer. Yeah, yeah. If it, again, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's a disservice if you don't sit down and play Knights of the Old Republic. It's so goddamn good. But, yeah, but who this, was it? I, Wasn't it um, Henry Cavill? Or some celebrity said it was the best game ever made. I wouldn't surprise me if it was Henry Cavill. We know he's a gamer. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. At this point, hell, wait for the remake. Yep. Uh, ooh, Resident <laughs> Evil. Resident Evil Village, the ooh. new one coming out. So, apparently, so we all know about all the bullshit. We talked about it, I think, two weeks ago now, about how MLB The Show. Yeah. The MLB The Show 21 came to Xbox Game Pass day one, and it's a Sony-made game. That pissed Sony off. So Major League Baseball like pushed Sony into hmm. making that happen. Well, now Sony's like, nope, nope, we're not doing that shit not no more. Happen. So Resident Evil Village, apparently that also was going to come to Xbox Game Pass day, day one. Not in so my house. Yeah, Sony <laughs> Sony squashed it. Yeah. Apparently well, from mean, what I'm from what I what I've been reading, Sony Sony has squashed that, so it's not gonna happen. Can't fucking mess with the two bullies in the house and not get pushed back, you know? Yeah, so I'm, it, this is going to be, I think, over the next year or two until there's no question. Sony is going to do something to combat Game Pass. We're yeah. already seeing it with some of their services that they're trying to like increase and make better. Yeah. But at some when push comes to shove, Sony's going to have to start going to a lot of these like you know. Obviously, they can say whatever they want to their first party people. Right. I, Actually, I say that they really can't because MLB The Show was first party title for them, <laughs> yeah. and the MLB was like, "No, screw you, right. give it to them." Yeah, but but like Naughty Dog and shit, they can't, they yeah. can't go anywhere, you know. But the third party people, like they're gonna have to start really like pressing them and saying, "Hey, massage don't, the balls. Yeah, yeah, do not release this on Game Pass right. day one." I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I kind of, so I'm mad about it, but not mad about it because I have decided and have confirmed with the lady that this is going to be the first game I stream and Taylor will stream it with me. For anyone who doesn't know, she hates horror. She's um, more scared of it than Ed is. Oh, and, that's tough. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> and we will be playing it when it releases. She's going to stream it with me just for the jump scares and all that shit. So it's going to be a riot. The plan was to play it on Game Pass and stream it on the PC. I still have PlayStation, though, so I can do it there. Actually, quick little random ramble. Uh, speaking of horror, me being terrified of things. So I went to see the Mugen Train movie today. Oh, God. And like, they, they show trailers <laughs> before the film. And this is a this is an anime film, so I'm like, all right, maybe we'll get some other like anime related things, dude. Yep. Every trailer was like a horror movie. They, horror is getting big in the next and year or two. I I didn't catch the name of it only because, so I I did. I, so it sucked because like I'm sitting 
there were only like two seats left in the place when I bought them online because the, the fucking film has been sold out everywhere. Yeah. So I had to sit like right up front so I know <laughs> everybody behind me can kind of see my head. And the trailer comes on and immediately it's like this woman like, you know, my, my husband went out on the boat alone oh, off the dock God. and, you know, with a gun and he shot himself because and he's like, you know, it's not going to come after you anymore. And then there's like bloody footprints on the dock. So immediately I do like, I pull my phone out <laughs> like, oh, I got it. I got a text or something. Yeah. And the whole time I'm just looking down like, don't look up, don't look up, don't look up. And I'm like. The, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The fifteen-year-old girl in back's like, "Hey, pussy, put your <laughs> phone down." <laughs> and my buddy Matt's like sitting next to me, like, "Dude, he's like, check this out." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, emails. No, I gotta I'm check good. some emails here." <laughs> yeah, hold on, it's an emergency. <laughs> Never mind, emergency's over. We're good. <laughs> but that's that's cool, man. That's one I will definitely tune into. Yeah, I'm psyched about it because she gets funny when she gets scared. So. Speaking of game streaming, and I'm gonna try to do this probably next month. I'm going to try to do Dark Souls Remastered. Ooh. So on the uh, the Series X, it runs so goddamn well. And I'm by no means an expert. I've beaten the game multiple times, but it'll be fun just to run through. And you can, can all see me get pissed off what was when I die. What was the name of the big boss there with the ring that I, that I played? The big boss with yeah, the he's, ring. Yeah, he's the hardest or one of the hardest guys. Um, you had to show me how to get to him trying to think he has uh, the axe he swings like the big axe and the little circular room oh that's uh the capra demon no no you get the like something ring from him the ring yeah all carry ring or some shit but i beat oh him no with... havel havel yeah. havel the rock yeah I beat, yeah you i get... beat him on my first try i just yeah. wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> i did i did i no lie yeah it I, I love that man. And Other than that, I can't make it through. Not to go on a Dark Souls Fuck rant, but again, game. like hit, killing Havel early on is like awesome. Like his ring is just great. It was very. Um, it felt good. It felt good. Nice. But I can't make it through that game yet. I'm just. I have too much of a temper, dude. I want to keep my Switch together and not broken. <laughs> Smash it. Yeah. Well, one thing that'll help you mellow out, or I should say, help NFL players because mellow I out. Got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Smoking weed is now legal. Yep. So marijuana is now legal in the NFL. Marijuana. So, so they are no longer testing for it in their drug testing protocols that they do pretty frequently. And, I mean, this will make a lot of players pretty damn happy. Oh, yeah. Because we've seen, and, you know, honestly, too, there have been so many players that have that have come out and said, you know, in playing, like, a lot of these team doctors, like, they push these narcotics on them left and right when they have all these pains and aches and injuries. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them have said that, you know, smoking weed or even taking edibles, like, helps them immensely. And there's mm -hmm. no, there's really no negative side effects. Yeah. Other than, like, running the Taco Bell at 2 in the morning. Ah, uh, yeah. So I, mean, I you smoke those marijuana cigarettes, <laughs> you can uh, get crazy, though. No. <laughs> But it, yeah, it's the world is at, has been ass backwards about marijuana. It's getting better. It's not perfect yet. This is another step in that direction. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it's going to become federally legal. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say potentially yeah. by the end of this presidency, it might yeah. be federally legal. Yeah, I'd I'd say so. And I mean, dude. I don't know the real number, but like half of addicts in the country are led there from prescription opioids. Yeah. So 
switching to edibles and stuff like that is just a godsend for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Up with hope, down with dope. <laughs> but that's about all we got for news. Brian, anything else on your mind? No. Phantom news related. I think we covered a, good, a lot of good stuff. Well, let's cover some more good stuff. Let's get into our random review of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. All right. Ready, random review time. Okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the second Marvel property we've seen on Disney Plus. Yes, sir. We did our review back on uh, WandaVision a couple yep. weeks back. So if yep. you're listening or watching and you've seen WandaVision and you want to hear us rant about it, hop on. Go back and check it out. It's, it's a good fun one. episode. We had Andrew and Josh on. It was a good time. But now we are on to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, sir. And there are going to be spoilers, so we're gonna we're gonna Lots delve through this. We've got six episodes of content. We're gonna go pretty quick, though. We'll spend maybe a minute or two, or you know, thirty-seven minutes on every episode. Yes, one or yeah, two into the know. wee night. We'll we'll <laughs> talk about this, but yeah, you know, off the bat, this was another show that this show made <clears throat> more sense to me when it got announced than Wandavision did. Yes, like when I when they announced this, I'm like, okay. I can see that. I can see the concept. That's much more Marvel. Based on history from the movies and everything else, it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Then then what we got with WandaVision. And it's funny because you and I had, I think, a very different kind of feel for what we got out of WandaVision right. personally. Yeah. I was much higher on it than you were. Yeah. So I'm curious. We, we have, we're going into this blind. I have not talked to you about this at all. Nada. And... That's why this is fun. Should be interesting. That's why it's fun. Because yep. if we disagree, I can throw one of these action figures at you and <laughs> yeah. say, God, you're wrong. And then break it. <laughs> Snap <laughs> say, it right you're now. You're wrong, motherfucker. But, you know, you so this brought back, you know, you got Falcon, you got Winter Soldier, and this is all post, you know, blip. So everybody's back. Yeah. And it kicks off with the first episode called New World Order. And this takes place six months after the blip so all life is coming back and you're seeing people deal with that and sam wilson he was one of the people that got blipped yes he was and then he came back and so it kicks off like the the action right away right away with this episode like right so one alley wandavision was the slow burn very mm -hmm. slow burn and i know a lot of people that were big marvel fans coming into it they were like, where's the action? Where's the action? Where's the action? Yeah. It was more like mystery. This was like, okay, here's all the action you can take. And it shoved it down your throat. <laughs> yeah. Like the first 10 minutes was just kind of crazy. And it was Sam Wilson as Falcon going around, stopping terrorists. And it was pretty badass, you know, zipping around, doing what he does. Yeah. But I mean, dude, he killed a lot of people. I noticed that about this whole show. A lot of murder. Like. A shit ton of murder. Who do you think he is? OJ? Like, I was like, the fuck is going yeah, on Yeah, and it was it was kind of like, I don't know, man. I get in the movies, they set up this whole, like, no-kill order, or, so, or at least a no-kill vibe. So I think they were trying to establish themselves from the movies. So we're, we're going to... doing this. We're going to jump... I, and I have no issue, like, jumping around a bit yeah. with plot points. We don't have to completely stay in episode one if there's another plot point we'll talk about, but... Right. So we just talked about his hesitance to kill, yet 
when Carly comes into play later on, like, or I should say his his non-hesitance to kill in the first 10 minutes of the show, <laughs> yeah. he, he kills dozens of people. <laughs> and then Carly comes up and he's like, oh, no, we got to, sh- she can be saved. She can be redeemed. It's like, dude, come on. At that point, I, yeah, I didn't get it. It a lot of shit didn't make sense throughout the show. So and and we'll get to it. But yeah, you're right. By that point in the show, it's like how can you sit there and give her a lecture about it when you just fucking cut people in half with your wings in the first episode? Yeah. So all that action takes place. That all gets finished up. Then it cuts back to a museum that's been opened up pretty much for Captain America, yeah. Steve Rogers, Captain America. And, you know, Sam is there and he's got the shield, all this stuff. And he's like, nope. He's like, I'm not taking the mantle of Captain America. Going to give it back. You know, I'm I'm moving on. And we don't get a clear re- reason why right yeah. away. Yeah. And this pisses off Bucky. <laughs> this Poor pisses Bucky, off- man. Yeah, Bucky. So this, <clears throat> this, I, I, I loved, I loved this episode more for Bucky than I did for Sam. Yeah. Only because it was such a. It was such a cool angle of going back and looking at, like, you know, he's going to the psychiatrist, and you can tell, like, he's he's damaged goods, man. Oh, yeah. Like, he is dealing he's with all mental, like, mental shit, and they really get into it, and he's got some really good quirky, like, funny one-liners with that, yes, too. Yes, but he's a damaged man. Hydra pegged him one too many times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. So, like, it shows him... It shows him actually like befriending. He's living in this like apartment complex. There's this like older Asian guy that he's helping out. He's hanging out with, befriends him. The guy's trying to set him up on dates, <laughs> yada, yada. And then come to find out, it's because when he was the Winter Soldier, he iced his kid. Yes. His kid was an innocent bystander. Bucky killed him. So he's there to kind of make amends with this old dude. And I'm right. like, oh, man, that's he kinda like. kind of set it up so he was in position to talk to the man. And then we get. We also get an introduction to uh, Sam's buddy, Torres. He ends up doing a little bit of investigating on a group called the Flag Smashers, which they're... Oh, such a terrible name. Yeah, it's oh, not my good. God. It's not good. <laughs> yeah. And they're called out as a terrorist group. And he investigates more, finds more info, ends up getting knocked out, finds out that they're actually super soldiers, mm. which... Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. That's not good. And then kind of the end of this episode, it goes back to Sam. He ends up going back to Louisiana, meets up with his sister. And the whole thing with his sister is she's she's on troubled times. They they even go one, one kind of cool thing. And they are bringing some of the realism with the comics here. So like when Sam and his sister end up going to the bank to take out a loan. Yeah. And. You know, the bank teller, when he realizes who Sam is, he's like, oh, shit. Like, that was good. Story. You know, you're Falcon. Like, oh, I love you. You know, my kids, can I get a selfie? Yeah. But he can't give them a loan because of all the restrictions. Like, all it, and it's typical. Like, if 50% of the world just gone from yeah. existence for, you know, five, six years, then everybody comes back. Right. Obviously, you know, you don't have a job anymore. You probably don't have a house anymore. Thanks already fucking people over. Never yeah. mind if you disappear for five years. So it makes sense. But the bigger thing it brought up was that, like, the Avengers, like, they don't get paid. No. Per se. <laughs> yeah. And you would assume, like. Which is why Wanda was driving a Buick. Yeah. Remember I and, brought that up. <laughs> and you would assume, like, you know, they, they a lot of them were living in, like, that Tony Stark, like, the Avengers complex. Yeah. Which was extremely high tech, well off. And obviously, you know, Tony's dead at this point, but 
you would think that, you know, Pepper kind of took over a lot of that yeah. with the company and whatever funds were still left over, but you would think that she would have taken care of or Tony would have taken care of a lot of these people with some kind of you would think payment. They were putting their lives on the line to save it. Turns and, out Pepper Potts was like an extreme racist and just didn't pay oh Sam. <laughs> just everyone else got paid but Sam. Yeah, I mean they and race is a big thing in this series too and they bring yeah. up they bring up racism a lot. They do. But all right, so at the end of this episode, the other big reveal. So he's trying to help his sister. They're trying to fix the family boat, you know, yada, yada. It's not working. Mm -hmm. And at the very end, you see on TV, they announce a new Captain America, John Walker. Oh, boy. John Walker. John and Walker. It was hilarious. Like, I hopped on Reddit, and immediately, there were so many memes of just <laughs> yeah. the picture of John Walker and, like, the cap outfit when with you the order, smug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you order Captain America from Wish, <laughs> you get John Walker. <laughs> Or like you know that it was the same, uh, you know, mom. I, mom, I want Captain America, and then she says, "No, we've got Captain America at home," and it's just the John Walker. Oh, it's terrible! I feel like that guy has balls to step into that role after America's ass. Chris Evan plays that fucking role. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. I wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> so the 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 next episode is really the setup with Walker as you know becoming the new Captain America. Yeah, and. He's a highly decorated soldier. I think he has like three medals of honor, like all all these different yeah. really really he's great medals and awards. The place, and he's on Good Morning America. They've got him making the rounds because the government wants him to be the face of of what Captain America should be. Yeah, and at this point, they get him involved with like, all right, we know the flag smashers. They're showing up again. They're smashing shit as they always do, <laughs> and they're going smashing to steal flags. So they're going to steal. They find out that the flag smashers are going to steal a shipment of medicine. Which at this point, you should kind of be like, "All right, they're stealing medicine." Yeah, like, like terrorists and bad people like probably like aren't stealing medicine. It's not uranium or you know IEDs. It's medicine. <laughs> so in the in this, you know, come to find out the Flag Smashers are, again, they're trying to help out people. And then ultimately, in the end, it Carly doesn't end up that way, but we'll get into that. All, yeah, it's a cliche ending. <laughs> but so at this point, Bucky and Sam, they end up joining forces and they say, all right, you know, the super soldiers are involved. The Flag Smashers, we've got to shut them down. And they they really don't want to work together again. That's pretty apparent. <laughs> But they end up going and they try to intercept them. There's that kind of cool fight scene where they're all, you know, they're on the moving trucks. Yeah. All the shit's going on. Yep. And then, like you said, uh, Costco, Captain America shows up. <laughs> Fucks everything up. God damn it. Wish Captain America. <laughs> and it was kind of interesting to see, too, like Walker, just just the way he kind of carried himself, like. like earlier on in this, they made him seem like a lot more OP than he should be. Right. Like, I was going to mention that. Because like, he, he is first, not a super soldier, yet he was going toe-to-toe -to -toe and doing a lot of things that a regular person should not be able to do. That's what I was going to say, is that at first I thought he had the serum. And then the more I watch him, I'm like, wait a second. No, this is just a regular soldier dude, you know? Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of that with different characters. Sam being one of them, he's not a super soldier. So there was a lot of shit where it was like, this shouldn't be happening against super soldiers. But anyway, yeah. So they end up getting their asses kicked. Carly gets away, and 
Walker's like, hey, I want you guys to work for me. I need Captain America's wingman. And they're like, yeah, go pound sand. I need yeah. you to work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up taking off. But not before they get a lead. So they end up going to Baltimore and they end up meeting Isaiah Bradley, who this is very interesting. He's actually an old school veteran super soldier oh, who actually yeah. fought the winter soldier back in the Korean War. Mm. And this this was pretty cool, man. So Yeah, it was cool tying it back all the way back in the years we didn't see the Winter Soldier. Which know? I mean that's that right there is just opening up I don't want to say Pandora's box, but mm. like Marvel. If if Open you're smart Marvel's box. <laughs> <laughs> if you're smart, you know, go back the character of the Winter Soldier is so beloved. It's my favorite character in Marvel. Bucky, you know, Bucky Barnes slash Winter Soldier. Um, I want to see, like, go back, yeah. and I want to see that shit. Right. Like, him being, like, a just ruthless that killer. That would be badass. Like, that'd be cool, and yeah. But in any case, so they meet him. They find out that he was one of the original super soldiers. And then, dude, they did some effed up shit to this yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, they, they incarcerated him. They tested on him. He was pretty much a lab rat for years and years. So really messed up. Really messed up stuff. But he pretty much doesn't give them too much to go on. So Bucky's like, all right, we've got one other person we can reach out to. Who else knows about super soldiers (laughs) in the program? It's Baron Zemo. Mr. Zemo. Enter Baron Zemo. Which we knew he was coming in at some point. So episode three now called the power broker so they end up so they end up springing baron zemo which honestly they don't they don't do too much he more (laughs) springs himself bucky kind of sets the stage gave him a push but that was about it but even before we get into the plot of this dude i love baron zemo to me he was one of like i don't know he was my favorite parts of this I, i thought he was a great character i didn't like him in age of ultron but in this show i think he was one of the highlights for sure yeah yeah so at this point, they end up springing him out of there, and he's like, "All right, if we're gonna figure this shit out, we gotta go to Madripoor." So they end up traveling there, and it's like a just criminal sanctuary island. Yeah, and it's all run by this person called the Power Broker. Nobody knows who it is, but they are a very well connected person that. You know, they run the show over there. Has pretty the finances, much. the power, the resources, all of it. So Zemo's like, all right, I have a contact I used to use here connected to Hydra. They may know something called Selby. So they go in, and the kind of cool thing here was Zemo's like, all right, we need to go undercover. He's like, Bucky, you need to be the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And obviously, Bucky, it goes through, and we've seen it, like the the amount of just mental help that he had to go through to like get over. Yeah. And we saw that too. Like the The first time the the spell. Yeah. The first time like Bucky saw Zemo in the cell, Zemo started using the old code words. Yeah. It was like, you know, 17, (laughs) like the, the shit that would trigger the winter soldier to like, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, it was, it was very interesting. And then Sam ends up becoming uh, another criminal. That they did that, <laughs> that side pretty funny, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't it alligator or something they called them? I forget. I, oh, and dude, that shot that he has to do, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is it having it? It's um, like the snake venom or something, snake blood, snake venom, some shit at the bottom of it. And 
he played that off pretty good. He I, like, <laughs> I just love like the slow. I I love this. Yeah, I love and then it. Just, <laughs> sipping it i'm like oh i don't love the guy who plays uh falcon all the time but he has his moments for sure oh anthony mackie anthony yeah. mackie's great man yeah no i mean he's good you know but that part was amazing so at this point they go up there and then shit goes south their covers get blown thanks to sam's sister and dude it's like that's like espionage 101 yeah Silence your phone. Turn, turn. We do it on podcasts, dude. You're a spy on Criminal Island, <laughs> and you don't silence it. Never mind, silence it. Don't bring your personal fucking phone to Criminal Island, dude. That was pretty funny, though. Yeah. Like, it's ringing, and he's trying to play it off like his sister's. He's woman, like, oh. I told you not yeah. to call me. <laughs> Boy, if you call me woman one more time. Oh, he's like, I love He's like, oh, the bank. He's like, yeah. I own the bank. Like... <laughs> so good she's like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and then it, it it shit just goes to hell and they end up uh they end up having a killer someone gets sniped yeah and fucking things go down and we so at, find at this out point that- yeah at this point all of madripoor is now targeting them they're on the run and then who else shows up but sharon carter little carter yep Baby Carter. How coinkadinky gentle. So Peggy Carter's yes. grandniece, correct? Not granddaughter. Uh, right. Grandniece. So grandniece. Yeah. So she's been living a f- as a fugitive on the island, which, you know, obviously after she helped Captain America, after he became a fugitive during all the Civil War bullshit, yep. she had to bail and she headed to Madripoor. And now it seems like she's very well connected. Almost a little too well connected. Has a lot of power being yeah. broke in that place. <laughs> and this was one of the ones like, I don't know, man. A lot of this shit was in this this particular show was very like on the nose. <laughs> Hello, over here. And by the end of this episode, like literally the episode ended, I turned to Nicole and I'm like, yeah, she's the power yeah, broker. Right. And... Why not just make Captain America Hydra agent? You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, they did in the comics. And that's what I'm saying. And people rioted. Like, you're going to turn Miss Carter's little grandniece into a fucking villain now? I don't know. But she gives them information about uh, somebody named Nagel, which he has a lab. Nagel. <laughs> yeah, Schmeagel. <laughs> so this guy has a lab, and apparently he's the one that's been making the super soldier serum that has been given to the Flag Smashers. So they're like, all right... Zemo's very interested. He's like, yeah, if he's making this shit, we yeah. need to find this guy and him. So they end, done. <laughs> they end up finding the lab. And this guy goes on his like little rant and he's claiming he's perfected the serum. Yada, yada, yada. Yep. Zemo blows him away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Goodbye. And it's whatever. I mean, it, to me, it's it's so in character for yeah. Zemo. I mean, he just... He, does he despises super soldiers. Superpower people are no-nos for him. Which is so funny because, like, then why Why is he... He leaves Bucky. Like, Bucky has been a tool for him for so yeah. long. Yep. Like, why is Bucky the exception? It is d- it because he has him under his thumb? It is a means to an end. Okay. It, it is a means to an end. Yeah. I, I have the Winter Soldier under my thumb. Yeah. Speaking of which, dude, that we kind of glossed over that. When Bucky goes full Winter Soldier mode in the bar... Yeah. Like... That was cool. You can actually see, like, the fighting style difference. Yep. Like, because when he is pretending to be the Winter Soldier and cutting loose, he uses the metal arm a lot more. Yes. He's a lot more ruthless. And when he's not, 
you can tell he's holding back yeah like a lot whether that's on purpose or not who knows but it definitely played off that way and um that's kind of how i write off a lot of big plot holes for bucky in this show is he's holding back you know yeah so they they end up killing the scientist that way you know they, they this guy can't continue his work of making the super soldier serum. They end up having to hightail the hell out of there because a shit ton of just yeah. everybody on that island just wants to kill <laughs> them at this him. point. I want him dead. <laughs> D E D dead. Dead. And the Flag Smashers end up raiding and bombing a global repatriation council storage facility in Lithuania. And Kills at that like point people, right? Yeah, at that point Carly, this is where she's really kind of straying and she's like, "All right, yeah, and you can tell like a lot of the people around her are kind of like, ooh, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And th- that was one thing that pissed me off too because like I don't know who put her in charge or who made her the face of the movement, but you can see like multiple times other people in her crew are questioning her, <laughs> yeah. but they never openly like say, no, we shouldn't be doing this. Sorry, Annie Oakley or whatever the fuck your name is. Like they never speak up. She's not that intimidating. It's just it's 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 always just about one world. And didn't she one people? Yeah, and it, it's like come on. And she didn't get like the super size serum. She has the same serum as everybody else, so she's no more powerful than them. And uh, yeah, it was weird. And then it, I thought it was cliche that they kind of went down the road like, oh, super soldier loses her mind on her way to the uh, righteous cause they're fighting. You know? Yeah, and Zemo kind of said that was going to happen, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know. So. They continue their search with what's going on. And then at the very very end, Bucky is confronted by Io, who's a member of Wakanda. And that was kind of cool to see the Wakandans pop yes. in. And it makes perfect sense because they they want Zemo. Now, them women's are fucking badass. Oh, that's super badass. That's how girls really get it done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're ridiculously badass. Yep. And they want Zemo because Zemo obviously killed the former chief of Wakanda. T'Challa. Yeah, T'Challa's father. And it was, you know, it was kind of interesting too, not to divert too much, but I was wondering if then or at some point they were going to hint at T'Challa's death. Yeah. Because we know that... That's what I was thinking. You know, maybe they didn't want to do that on the small screen. Maybe they want to wait till the next iteration of movies come out whether it's black panther 2 whatever they do it but marvel needs to find a way to address that i imagine it's going to be a big thing they have of course it's going to be and they have to pay a huge tribute to them i think one movie they're just going to pick one movie start it off with like a huge funeral for uh black panther and make a spectacle out of it so yeah like you said i don't think they wanted to do it on the small screen yep yeah. yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. So, episode four, the whole world is watching. So, this pretty much kicks off with Io's talking to Bucky, and she's like, all right, you've got eight hours to use Zemo, and then we're coming for him. Mm. Because Zemo obviously killed the king. Uh, was that T'Chaka, right? Uh, yeah. T'Challa and T'Chaka. Yeah. So, this was kind of cool, too, because I believe this was the episode where they did the flashback showing how they were deprogramming Bucky when he was in Wakanda. Yeah. Oh, and, right. and she started yeah. going through the code words and you saw him crying. Yep. And then she's like, you know, you're free. That's right. And I forgot about that. Yeah, it was it was cool. Like, I'm, I'm glad we got to see some of that time 
because they they hinted at it a lot obviously in, in in earlier marvel films with him spending a lot of time in wakanda recovering right and both mentally and physically in infinity war where they give him the arm he has no arm and he's working out in the fields and they're like it's time to go to war and he's like what war but so yeah we haven't seen a lot of it though so this episode mainly revolves around so carly's adoptive mother who took in a lot of the refugees is dying so Carly goes there to pay her respects. Zemo ends up finding out where this funeral's going to be because Zemo's just typical manipulative badass. Eight-year-old girls on his payroll, for yeah. God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> Which was pretty cool. So they end, up, they end up finding all of that. And who do they run into but Walker and Hoskins? And they're like, you know, Sam's like, no. He's like, I want to go in. I want to talk to her. I want to negotiate. I love their attitudes. Whenever they run into the new... Um, Crisco, Captain America, or whatever the fuck. Costco. Yeah, Costco. Bucky and Sam just turn around like, oh, shit, not you guys again, you know? Yeah, so they they end up, like, agreeing. So Sam goes in. He starts trying to talk her down, and it seems like it's working. Of course it's working, because we need fuckhead to screw it up, you know? Yeah, we needed but then, a reason for a new Captain America to not know what he's doing. And he's, you know, you know new Cap Walker. He's still super headstrong. Trying and to it's, swing his dick around. Well, it's it's mainly like it's just he he needs to prove himself yeah. because he is being held to a completely unreachable, like, standard. Yeah. There, there is no way, <laughs> especially because he knows in the back of his mind, and this is what it's setting up, yep. without the super serum, he is not even... One one hundredth of a Steve Rogers Captain America. No. And he knows that. So Walker intervenes. Huge fight ensues. Shit goes down. And Carly, who had the serum on her, Zemo ends up shooting her, ends up stomping out a bunch of it. But at the very end, Walker ends up knocking him out. And he finds one vial. Yes. That he kind of tucks away. Of course... So, and at some point, I believe it's in this episode, at some point, he secretly takes the vial. Yeah, it doesn't actually show him. You know, he uh, talks He talks to Hoskins about it, and they're kind of going back and forth about Afghanistan. And <clears throat> We've done this, a lot of shit, man. This was the... shouldn't do. And that was the interesting thing about Walker. And I should mention, too, uh, he is the son of Goldie Hawn and... Um, oh, my God. Uh, Kurt uh, Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. thank you. And... You know, he I hadn't seen too much of him beforehand, but I think he did a great job of He's acting a good in actor. this. Yeah. And he did a good job of like any given moment, I'm like, I hate this guy. He's the worst. <laughs> yeah. But then another given moment, I'm like, you know what? I can kind of sympathize with him. And yeah. When he's talking about like Afghanistan and you start to realize, like, dude, this shit has, th- this guy has, like, he's riddled with PTSD. Yes. From like all the wars and all of these, pla- these just. Which makes sense. Standards that they put him on that he needs to achieve. And he's just crumbling under it. And he asks the hypothetical to his buddy, like, if if the serum was offered to you. And his buddy's like, hell yeah. He's like, of course. He's like, imagine if we had that shit in Afghanistan. How many of our friends we could have saved. And that right there, I was like, okay, it's done. He's going to do it. It added that layer we definitely needed for Walker because... He was just some asshole soldier trying to make his way into a role, like you said, that he couldn't fill. And then we find out that he's actually a damaged um, hero, which makes him more interesting, which 
I saw it going that way anyway, so it was predictable, just like a lot of stuff, but it still hit hard when that scene came up. Yeah, so, and a lot of it leads up to, so again, he technically hasn't taken the serum yet, but they go back to the hotel room. The Wakandans end up hopping in to go take Zemo. Walker ends up going in with his buddy, and that's this is where Walker really gets, gets humiliated. Gets handed to him. Ass kicked. On a silver platter. And he turns to his buddy, and he's like, you know, they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah. And that that was like, okay, I'm like, okay yep, he's definitely he's taking, taking this shit it. now. Yep. He's going to get roided up. <laughs> Zemo ends up escaping. And then... By slipping out. Not even, like, escaping. He was just like... <laughs> just slipped out. <laughs> so, at this point, Walker and all of them, they... It, actually, what happens, which is kind of... it. it it makes sense that why Sam would get this pissed off, but um, Carly ends up calling his sister and threatening her. <laughs> yeah. And then Sam's like, hell no. You don't you don't threaten my family. You don't threaten nope. my nephews. So he ends up going to meet her. Walker and Hoskins end up finding out where they're at as well. So whole fight ensues again, and then Hoskins ends up getting killed. Yes. Like, he well, gets... Did, didn't he not die? Didn't we find out in a later episode that he's not actually dead? No, he's dead. I could have sworn, because I remember... He's very dead. In, like, a second or a third episode after that, he was like, yeah, but he didn't die, or some shit like that. No, nah, he's, he's super dead. It just goes to show how much was going on in the show that I forgot about that. Yeah, he's <laughs> uh, super-duper dead. So he ends up <laughs> real dying. Dead. Real, and th- real dead. And this is where... You're seeing, so, at one point, Walker is fighting one of the other super soldiers, and he, like, grabs a metal pipe yeah. and bends it around the other dude, this or that, oh, and shit. you see, yeah, and the guy's like, oh, shit, oh, like, shit. he realizes that he also is a super soldier, Sam also sees it happen, and yeah. he's like, oh, no, hell no, oh, you did Hell no. Nah. <laughs> so, that shit all goes on, Walker's buddy gets killed, and then... Such this was one of the better scenes yes, to me in the whole show. Definitely. Walker just goes into rage mode. You know me, dude. When blood comes on the screen, I'm sucked in. And you like, don't right, see here we go. you don't see it too much in Marvel. No. And he smashes out the window. The first guy he hunts down, he <laughs> takes the shield in front of dozens of people and just kills a dude. And it absolutely kills him. He, and before blood. he starts going to fucking downtown on him. The guy's like, it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. He doesn't even give a fuck. Nope. Just keep slamming into him. And yeah. that's that image of the shield with blood on the bottom of it. Dripping down off. it. I was like, and he just puts it back on his arm. I'm like, and I'm right, like, yep. this I can fucks with. But unfortunately, that was like the only scene we had like that. And it hit, but it should have hit more. You know? Well, there was, an, there was one other scene, which we're about to talk about. Episode five. So... At this point, Bucky and Sam are like, all right, dude, we need to take Walker down. <laughs> yeah. Like, we need to get the shield away from him and, like, subdue him. And they end up having, like, a crazy fight with him. And this is where, like, this was one another one of, like, those chilling, like, things where Walker turns and he goes, I am Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> and he has, like, full-on, like, crazy face. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit, like, that is badass. Right. And the way he delivered the line, it was just so goddamn good. But eventually, they do end up knocking him out. You know, Sam's wingsuit gets completely destroyed. Yeah. And just the fact that it took both of them, like, and this is one of my persistent problems throughout the whole show. I'll bring it up now. 
Bucky got fucked in this show completely up and down, left and right, up the ass. He took a backseat to this whole TV show when really he should have been equal with Sam. The both of them going off against a new super soldier who doesn't know how to use his powers or the shield barely. When Winter Soldier himself went up against Steve Rogers, Captain America, the Captain America. And, and Black Widow and at the same Black time. And Black Widow at the same time. And beat them, essentially beat them once yeah. or twice. But now, even holding back, he should not have taken that much effort to beat, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and this is only one example. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll yeah. talk about that in a little bit when we get to our reviews. But, yeah. uh, so this whole episode... So after they do that, you know, they end up breaking Walker's arm. That was a good scene, too. And then, you know, they end up bringing him back in. So Bucky, at this point, goes back. He finds Zemo in Sokovia, ends up handing him over to the Wakandans. So, and kind of a cool scene to show how Bucky has grown. Takes the gun, puts it right up to Zemo's head, and just click. (laughs) But nothing. And then he drops the bullets out of his other hand to show that, you know, he's not, he can't be controlled anymore. Right. So he kind of writes his own rules at this point, which was kind of cool. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. And then you get Walker back in the U.S. And he is amazingly, honorably discharged. Yeah. He's stripped of his Captain America title. So at this point, he's kind of freaking out. But then, dude, you get Elaine. Elaine from Seinfeld shows yeah, up. Yeah, that she's was like, weird. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so uh, he's approached good, by Elaine. Con- Contessa. <laughs> Uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine oh, is one. her full name. Okay. Which I haven't, I don't know her too much in Marvel Me lore. Me yeah. But in any case, she seems hooked up and she's like, all right, you know, if we know you took the serum, we know you're a super soldier, we still, you can help this country. Mm-hmm. We want you to work for us. And he's like, okay, whatever, I'll do it. So all you Sam, have to do is find them in the attic. <laughs> So Sam ends up going back to visit Bradley after all this. His wingsuit is destroyed. And they have a long conversation again about, you know, can he goes back and, you know, him being incarcerated. And then can a, can a black man be Captain America? Or, and should a black man be Captain America? Yeah. And they bring up this whole hypothetical and, you know, wearing the stars and stripes, holding that shield and how you know, impactful and like what it would mean for something like that to happen and like how many people out there would take offense to it or have an issue with it, this yeah. or that. So they kind of go down that road a little bit and you more know, Brad- than a little bit, but yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's a central part of the show. It is. I think they focus too much on the shield and not the symbol of Captain America himself because it was always about the shield, the shield, the shield. And I get where they were going with it. I think they overemphasized it the way shield, too much. The, the shield is the symbol. It is, but also, I mean... The shield is... The, I understand it's an... That kind of downplays I, Steve Rogers' role as Captain America, too, at the same time. Not really, because I, to me, it's it's what he imbued into yeah. the shield. Yeah. You know, it's, it's what... It's his legacy... The man is dead. Steve Rogers is dead. His legacy lives on in that indestructible shield and everything that he did. And to me, I think that is more the conversation they're getting into. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. I, you may feel different. Like but, I said, I, I agree with the point they were trying to make. I just think every episode for a good 15 minutes an episode, they didn't have to go back and forth about, it's the shield. It's a symbol. It, it's like, we get it. Just move on. Yeah, they, <laughs> they did... 
I, I'll agree with you there. They did they did spend a lot of time kind of beating people over the head yeah. with that. But so that all goes down, and then Sam ends up. You know what? He goes back home. He goes back home with his sister, and then dude, we get one of maybe like. The best 80 mo- 80s montages ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's fix the boat. It they was... end up calling their buddies. And like, you could, I, I kind of want to like edit that scene and put like 80s like montage yep. music over it. Like, doom, 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 that doom, was what doom, we needed doom, more doom. of in this show, personally, is Bucky and Sam's relationship. 100%. Yeah. I Peri- agree. Period is what yeah. they say. But no, um, the only thing that was missing was like the manliest handshake in the world with uh, Bucky's arm there. Yeah. Yeah, but they <laughs> we had a couple of those moments where like they're doing like the like hey back and forth, they're slapping each other yep. on the back and like you saw like the bonding and you know right. Bucky's hitting on Sam's sister, which he didn't <laughs> like too much. Yo, stay away from my sister, man. <laughs> and then it shows them like training with the shield. Yeah. Which was kind of cool and you see Yeah, where Sam becomes a gymnast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you see Sam, like, over time, just training and training and training. And and that, to me, is, like, a kind of testament to him. Like, you know, he's he is at the peak of human conditioning Yeah, to be able to even handle that shield and do what he can do right. without having the serum. And, you know, they, they really kind of struck on that. Definitely. So, at this point, the Flag Smashers are back. They're planning an attack on the GRC conference in New York City. And they're joined by Batrock, Bat who's played by a UFC fighter whose name escapes me George at the St. moment. Pierre. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, he was he was cool in that role. I did like him. Yeah. But um, it kind of highlighted something for me, though. The co- fight choreography, I felt, would be more like the fight between GSC, uh, GSP and Captain America in the Winter Soldier. You remember that fight scene? And it was how, awesome. How fucking hard it hit. I expected the fight scenes to be more like that in this show, and they weren't. They weren't. They lacked that hard-hitting, like, John Wick-style martial arts. Dude, you know? even the uh, the scene with Steve Rogers in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Out, Like, the exactly. cars exploding yep. in the middle of the street. Yep. Like, the knife flips and shit going Absolutely. on. Absolutely, like, dude. I was expecting more of that, and we got, we got gymnastics, basically. <laughs> yeah, and it was a lot of, like, just, yeah. like, very quick shot juddery cameras and like quick editing yeah so that was another thing that really disappointed me so that ends up happening and walker ends up building a new shield (laughs) from scrap metal and his war metals it it, so uh, it lasted a good while yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so at this point like that boy is just uh he can't he can't quit the captain america i felt like i felt like sam was gonna tap on the head like oh the Poor thing, it's retarded. <laughs> oh. So, uh, lastly, number six, one world, one people, one world. All right, one people. This is the last. Yep, the finale. And this, the, the theme of this episode is it's too dark to see anything. <laughs> yeah, this this, this was, was like um, uh, this was like Game of Thrones, like when I was gonna say the blackout episode. Yeah, 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 when they they stormed Winterfell and they said like the action was gonna be so amazing you couldn't see shit. Yeah, a lot of these scenes, man. Like, especially with Falcon. Well, I feel like because he's like the white Falcon. Sorry. um, His suit is all white now. They wanted to highlight him in the suit when really it just all ended up looking really dark. Yeah, it was (laughs) just it. I I don't know if just the way they shot it and everything. It was just kind of dark and hard to follow a lot of the action. Yeah, it looked really weird. 
in any case, at this point, Sam shows up in New York. He is Captain America. The Wakandans made him a badass new suit. Yes. Straight out of the comics. And unfortunately, this wasn't too much of a surprise for anyone no. because the his action figure actually leaked like <laughs> weeks ago yeah. on Reddit, on yeah. multiple social media platforms, showed him as Captain America. But real quick, how did you feel about the suit? The suit, I thought, he looked badass. Honestly, when he wasn't talking, I think he made a great Captain America. When he's lifting the truck up and when he's using all the jets and sticking his fucking wings in the ground to kind of hold off attacks, I think he looks like a badass. Yeah. I think the suit came out really good. I think this was one of the more comic-accurate suits. Yes. Yep. So they, a lot of the other ones, they kind of, they'll either dull the colors or they'll... They'll change it to make it seem a little bit more real-world appropriate. Yeah. This one, they were like, screw it. We're going to keep it bright. We're going to keep it. And I, I enjoyed that. Went all out. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that they kept it very authentic. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And at this point, you know, Flag Smashers show up. So they want to stop this vote from happening. They're going after what I perceive to be what, like senators, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even of, know. It one was of them confusing. Was a, I know one of them was a senator. <laughs> <laughs> so... They show up and they want to, they they want to, or I should say Sam wants to kind of still extend the olive branch with Carly. Yeah. But other She's people. She's far gone. <laughs> yeah. Other people, not so much. Nope. So let me see here. Yeah. What I want to talk about. We get the badass scene with Sam, you know, going with the helicopter and this or that. That was pretty cool. That but again, showcased what he was going to be. He does, he's not a super soldier, so he has to come up with very creative ways to fix situations like Captain America did, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get Bucky kind of doing his thing. They're all going after uh, Agent Carter. This pissed me Sharon off, Sharon Carter showed up. Bucky went one-on-one -on -one with one of the underlings of the flag, flag smashers and barely held his own. Barely held his own. Yeah. And I'm just... I'm like, all right, at this point, there's no coming back for Bucky. They fucked him. This show should have used Bucky a lot more, and I'm biased because he's my favorite character, but still, they fucked him. They fucked him. <laughs> you yeah. fucked us, Marvel. <laughs> but anyway. No, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. But We're going to talk about that soon in our review scores. But To um, see him struggle that much was hard. Yeah. But this all leads up to the, the penultimate end fight, which, again, you mentioned, you know, you get Sam doing cool shit, you know, with pulling up the van yeah. this or that and you know you even have walker walker gets redeemed in this episode he does. you know walker shows up he can choose between getting revenge on carly pulling the van back up he goes for the van and saves them yeah so it's kind of cool you know walker does end up getting redeemed in the end ultimately carly ends up getting killed by <gasps> the power broker no way oh my god it's, it's you. Sharon Carter. Yeah. When she wa when Carter walks out and Carly goes, <gasps> "It's you." I'm like, <gasps> "No way." Yeah, it was <laughs> you know? It was so obvious and I don't know what it was, like, yeah. Wasn't I wasn't a super huge fan of the Flag Smashers or no. wasn't a super huge fan of Sharon Carter well, showing up again. Rumor has it they were going to uh cause an epidemic or something like that a world changing epidemic in order to bring it back to what it was like when the blip happened they caused covid yes flag smashers something like that um and 
they the studio execs or something wrote it off so they were with they were left with the leftovers of that storyline which is why it felt very unmotivated very convoluted and very unemotional at the end yeah no i hear you you know so pretty much ending this episode you know sam ends up actually the symbolism here the imagery you have him flying down holding the dead carly with the wings out almost like an angel in the full-on Captain America gear. Then he goes on, you know, live TV. He kind of gives his two cents on everything, the situation. Two cents. Oh, yeah. He scolded those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was kind of cool. And you could definitely tell, like, they're they're throwing some real-world shit in there, too. Kind of yeah. saying, hey, like, you and know, if you, if you guys have the means, you need to step up and help people out there in the real world. I get that he's a different Captain America. He just lacks the hope and the... Boy Scoutishness of Captain America, so it felt off. I'm hoping they build upon it more. They'll in build the next it. season. They'll build them more, and that he becomes more of the um good, you know, picture of America and hope in the next season. But yeah, well, I think that a lot of that too. I mean, he, you had Steve Rogers, who again came from the early 1900s, and yeah. now you have Sam. Who is a current day right, he's Captain, a America. Captain America? So I mean, yeah. he is. You know, the, like you said, you know, ideals and all that shit changes. Yeah, and I think he brings some of that. But so pretty much, end of this episode. Walker ends up getting he he becomes a U.S. agent. So now he's Super yeah. Soldier U.S. agent. So Walker is still going to be in the picture. Right. I'm still hoping for a Dark Avengers storyline. Yeah. Like, if they do Dark Avengers, bring him in as Dark Cap. Well, They've they, got multiple other people they could bring in. By making his suit black, I feel like they were kind of hinting at it. I hope so. Yeah. Because that'd be fucking awesome. Right. And it's got to be the CIA that hired him, right? I, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. Uh, Bucky Barnes, he goes and makes amends with everyone he hurt. I was hoping for a bit more yeah. from that when he finally tells the older Asian guy that he yeah, killed his like son. One sentence and then it kind of just faded out to black. And then it shows Bucky leaving, but you know, he completes his book, he leaves it with a the therapist. Yep. So he's technically mentally he's in a better place, which is cool. Yep. Uh and then a little bit of a tearjerker at the end, you know, Sam ends up bringing Bradley back. And, you know, Bradley said multiple times, you know, America, they gave up on me. They mm-hmm. forgot about me, this or that. He brings him to the Captain America Museum exhibit, and you see that there's an actual entire exhibit now dedicated yeah. to him. Right. And Sam says, no one will ever forget what you did, <laughs> which was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Which is pretty cool. Um, And then in a mid credit scene towards the very end... Sharon Carter, she gets fully pardoned. She gets to come back to the CIA, mm. and she's like, "Hey, guess what? This is so bad. I get to, I get to now have all direct access free to free market, bitches. Yeah, like, that's how it came off to me, and I was, it hated was it so bad. I hated it. Yeah, no. Now we have unlimited access, so free market. Here we go. I'm like, you got to be fucking. Kidding it was so me, dumb. Dude. Yeah, it's like we're gonna get the. Uh, you're gonna leave us. Peggy Carter's great niece. You're going to leave us with her just being a money hungry, um, revenge driven villain like we've seen 138,000 times before. And that, that to me, you, you just hammer, oh, nail, head. Terrible. You nailed it. So we're done with we're done with this. Now we can get into openly talking about it before yeah. we get our review scores. But what you just said right now, that's what pissed me off the most. So Peggy Carter, 
She was like an icon. Right. I mean, she started like, she started S.H.I.E.L.D., correct? Yes, yeah. Or at least was one of the people that started it, yeah. So, I mean, she she was just such a beacon of goodness, you know, her along with... She was like the female Captain America with the much. suit. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And to see Sharon just disgrace... That legacy. No, yeah, no, there, there was no character building. Like, how did she get to this point? It's no fighting with how your aunt was or who she was or what she did. And was it painful for you to switch to this villain-type role? What made you do it? No, it was just like, and eh, this has been in me all the time. I'm going to be a villain now. It just, just such a turn, you know? Yeah, and the whole, like, thing with her being, like, extradited to Madripoor and, like, having to do there, and I got to... I can't go back. I can do this. Yeah. Go, come on now. It's like, like everybody know you just like the power. <laughs> that's know? exactly what yeah, it is. That's why you were there. That's why you went there. Probably you just wanted the power. Yeah. She got a taste of the power, taste of the bad and didn't let go. Yep. Uh, I also agree with you full heartedly that Bucky was horrendously underused in this series. Howard, sorry, Howard Stark, Peggy Carter, and Chester Phillips started S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, yeah. yeah. I knew Peggy Carter was one of the, yeah. the founding members. But Bucky was, there's no other way to put it, he was underutilized. Yes, and he was. his, again, power set was very... Different. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it was different. It, was, it wasn't predictable. Yeah. Um, and some of that I've heard, I've, I've at least read online, I've heard other people that I've talked to kind of said, well, you know, He's trying to hold back the Winter Soldier persona, and he doesn't want to go all out and kill people. And It's like, so the strategizing, the training, the intelligence of who he was doesn't help him fight still? It, just because he's trying to hold back not murdering people, that doesn't mean he can't still be a complete badass. Yeah, so I wasn't crazy about how they portrayed Bucky. Yeah. I still I enjoyed Baron Zemo, I thought. That character was cool. So one thing I think that is going to be a positive. Um, there is one thing I know about the comics, and that is the Thunderbolts is started by Zemo, which is a group of heroes when the Avengers are killed or they, I can't remember exactly what, they're killed or they disappear. And the Thunderbolts stepped in, headed by Zemo as heroes. And it, you come to find out they're villains dressed up as heroes that have been doing the dirty jobs the government wants them to do. I mean... And I think they're setting that up with Zemo in the prison. Yeah, I mean, Zemo's not even really a villain. I mean, he's more an anti-hero. Yeah, yeah. But so I remember this story. I read it a while ago, the Thunderbolts. I think that's where they head with him. So that was a good point of the season for me. Uh, the relationship between Bucky and Sam was not explored nearly enough. In the first episode, a little bit. Like, oh, if he was wrong about you, he was wrong about me. But like we said, the boat scene where they're fixing it together and shit, that was really good. We should have saw more of that. And I just, I just feel like a lot of it, too, was... It was so funny. The, prop, the problem for this show is it's coming directly after WandaVision, where WandaVision, I feel like nothing was handed yeah. to, like, the Marvel viewers. And then I feel like this, like, everything was like like a hammer. That's a good Slamming point. people in the head just saying, <laughs> yeah. hey, this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, every single episode. And it just, I don't want to say they were questioning Marvel viewers' intelligence or this or that, but... Yeah, but it was very much run-of-the-mill Marvel. Uh, like very run-of-the-mill Marvel. Very obvious. 
the fight scenes just weren't there for me. I expected so much more. Because it's coming off the Winter Soldier movie. Like, everything we're working with here started with the Winter Soldier movie. The choreography was fucking top-notch. And I thought we were going to see more of that. And we didn't at all. As a matter of fact, like I said, it was more like dancing than fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I was disappointed in that. And we already mentioned a few other things. So it wasn't a huge win, but it wasn't a loss for me this season. All right. Anything else you want to mention before we get into our review scores? No, I think we covered a good amount. So I usually go first. Brian, why don't you go first this time? All right. Um, this was a tough one, honestly, because I didn't want to go too low with it because I did enjoy it. But um, I didn't enjoy it as much as WandaVision, and I gave that a seven and a half. So I'm going to go with a seven even on this one. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a fair score because, again, it was run-of-the-mill, and run-of-the-mill Marvel is about a seven, <laughs> you know? So I was much higher on WandaVision than you were. Yes. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think I give WandaVision like a nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah so I, I was in the nines for WandaVision. I really, really enjoyed it, and I didn't think I was going to. <laughs> Vice versa, I thought I was going to enjoy this show more than I actually did. Yeah. And I think it was more so because, like you said, if I'm looking at, like, my top tier, not even, like, Marvel films, but, like, superhero films, The Winter Soldier is such a perfect, like, it, it's borderline not even a superhero film. It's like a yeah, spy espionage a, exactly. like type a, of film. Like a born film almost. Yeah, and I, I wanted more of that. This is not what this show gave me. No. And I understand that they tried to do their own thing, this or that. I'm, I'm kind of with you on where you are at with the score. So, again, WandaVision, I was around a 9. This, I'm hovering around a... Because I don't want to bury it because yeah. it, it was still... It was okay. It was. It was okay. I'm, I'm probably at like a, maybe like a 7.3. Yeah. Makes sense. Because it's entertaining enough to be able to sit down and watch it and not have to be like, oh, fuck, you know? But... And then, you know, we didn't mention the villain a lot either. Very lackluster. Um, Carly, oh, yeah. Carly was miscast completely. I didn't buy for a second that people were scared of her or why they should be scared of her. Um, so that was another thing. But the problem is, too, she she technically wasn't even a villain. Yeah, not right she away. She was more, and especially, like, they portrayed that, like, very early on. Yeah. With how, uh, you know, the refugees, this but or that, the they're end, doing what they have to do. And then they bring up, okay, now maybe Zemo's the villain. Yeah. Oh, no, now it's actually bad Captain America's the mm -hmm. villain. So it, they had the whole, like, the multi-villain theory, whereas in WandaVision, they didn't do that. They did. They let it up where multiple episodes, you didn't know who the bad right. villain was. You had to guess and then find out towards the end of the season, you know? But and, yeah, and then at the end, it they wiped all the shit with Carly away anyway because she was just gonna kill everybody. She was gonna kill Peggy. She was gonna kill Sam. She didn't give a fuck. She was just gonna pull the trigger on everybody anyway. So all our ideals went out the window in the last episode. Yeah, so that it was, was, it was leading too. up to that. But yeah, again, like you said, entertaining enough. Seven for me, seven point three for you. I think that's probably a little more fair than we should have been, but fair, definitely. I agree. Yes. I like it. I liked it. I'm excited to see what they do next season, though. Well, next week, Brian, dun, dun, dun. we've got another random review. Hope you're feeling invincible over there. Yeah. <laughs> I got to watch this new episode. I'm psyched. Oh, it's so good, man. 
Well, Randos, thank you for listening. Thank you. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. We'll see you then. Catch you later. Bye.